Welcome to Faith Church Podcast, where we are a safe place to find and follow Jesus. We're so glad you're here, and wherever you're listening from, we believe God will impact your life through today's message. And we are so thankful to have you in the house of the Lord today, just to be able to worship and to experience God's presence. We're in this series uh, called Apples of Gold, and and Apples of Gold, this understanding of of advice, that that good advice, timely advice is like apples of gold and settings of silver. And, And this verse tells us that good advice is valuable, that good advice is precious, you know? And so for us, good advice, but so often we search for advice in all kinds of different ways. And during this series, we're just taking a moment to pause and to say there is some fantastic advice inside the Word of God, that the Word of God has incredible advice for us today, that God's Word is the only authoritative book ever written that has true authority, that has uh, that is truth. Uh, and so for us to take the advice of Scripture but just like we talked about earlier, that so often it is, it is one thing to know in our mind, it's another thing to believe in our hearts. And so often advice is given, and so often, especially in a church context, we can sit here today and I could, we could say verse after verse after verse after verse, and there's so many people that would be like, yes, yes, amen, let it be. But it's still, a, when we say let it be, it's still a hopeful let it be, like, uh, let it be, please, please, let that be true. There's a difference between hoping and believing. There's a difference between hearing the advice and then following the advice. It's why we talk about finding and following here at Faith, because it's not just about finding Jesus, it's about following Jesus. It's, you know, it's, it's one of those things where we, we always pray, you know, God, help us to hear your voice. Help us to know your, 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 your will in our lives. But it's one thing to hear his voice. It's another thing to have the courage to follow him. It's another thing to apply his word into our lives. It's one thing to quote it. It's another thing to live it. Right? And so that's kind of this series, this, this, as we've been going through Apples of Gold, has just been this, this constant, here are things that we've heard a lot, these advice of Scripture, but it's one thing to quote it, it's another thing to live it. And I want to read a verse to you in the, today, I want you to open your Bibles up to Proverbs chapter 3. Proverbs chapter 3, I want to read a Scripture to you today that, um, man, I know you've heard it before, I know you have. If you haven't, That's okay. You're going to hear it today. You ready? Proverbs chapter 3, and it's verse 5. There are some people in this room that don't even need to open their Bible for this one. There are some people in this room that have had this verse memorized since they were in in, uh, missionettes. I'm going to use that term, in girls' ministry. Some of you guys have to memorize this to be honor stars. Some of our royal rangers know this verse, right? Some of uh, of you have been raised in church. This is a Sunday school verse. I say Proverbs 3, 5, and you close your Bible. You're like, I know this one. Right? Then there's some people like I would have been as a teenager when I first started coming to this church, I would have been like, I have no clue where the book of Proverbs is. Right? So that's okay too, because that was me. But Proverbs 3, 5, listen to the advice that the Lord gives us this morning in his word. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Do not depend on your own understanding.
I'm going to read that again. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Yes. Okay. I got that. Trust in the Lord with all my heart. Okay. Got it. Got it. Got it. Do not depend on your own understanding. So what are you talking about? Right? This is such phenomenal advice for us as Christ followers. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. I, I, I love this. The, the Hebrew word for trust is to take confidence in, right? To take confidence in. Not just trust, but, but to just to take confidence in. You know, it's kind of like uh, there are certain things that you can just count on in life. Right? And there are certain people you can just count on in life. You know, if we were to use, you know, athletic terms, there are certain people that sometimes if, the, if you needed a game-winning shot, there are certain people that you can trust. Oh, man, give the ball to them, right? It's one of these things that there are certain things in life that you can just be confident of. I think there's, you know, there's jokes out there, things like, you know, things that you can just be confident of. Those are always going to be taxes, right? That's one thing that you can be confident in, that that will always be the case for us, right? But there are certain things that you can just be confident. Trust here is to be confident in, like to just believe in, to be confident. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. And lean, and do not depend on your own understanding. The Hebrew word here for is, is just very understanding or insight. Insight. How about, how about I put another word on insight? Do not trust on your own wisdom, your own knowledge, right? Your own understanding, right? So trust in the Lord with all your heart. Can I, can I walk you through the problem that we have here uh, in, in American society and in 2023, maybe not just in Western culture, but around the world, uh, the, the struggle that we really have here is really found in, in a couple things. It's found in the fact that we have uh, a very worldly view of what we would consider results in life. Uh, when we think of results, it, what, what's the result? If, you were to say, if I were to say to you today, what's the result? When this happens, what's the result of this taking place most of us have a very worldly view of what results, what are, what are good results, what are the right results, what is the result that we're looking for. The reality is most of us have a, have a very strong uh, worldly view on what results are. Because why? Because we're just human beings, right? It's okay. Like, I don't want anyone to feel offended today. It's, it's in this one, maybe later, but not right now. Don't get offended yet. You get offended later, okay? But, uh, but right now, this is just, it's just who we are as humans, right? So we will often take the path of, of least resistance, right? We often want things to be comfortable. We often want things to be good and pleasing. We, we, that's just the way we are. We're just human beings, right? If you were to buy new furniture and, and you go into a store and you're sitting in all the couches, you're going to buy the most comfortable couch, right? You're not going to buy a couch that doesn't have any padding, Right? No, nobody wants to sit on that couch. Why? Because we want it to be comfortable. That's just who we are. That's just the way we roll. So, so but the problem is we, we apply that to basically everything. We apply that to our prayer life. We apply, apply that to our life that we just, we feel like everything moving forward, that the right response for us is that it's good. And if something is not good, or if something is not pleasing, or if something is not comfortable, we automatically think something is wrong, right? And that's, that's the reality of it, okay? 
Uh, we, we, we also live in this, you know, what have you done for me lately type world. Like we don't live in a world that, that really remembers long-term. We have a very short-term world that we live in. It's, it's the world that, what have you done for me lately? Not what have you done for me a long time ago, but lately. And so what happens is if, if I'm not receiving what I need right now, it doesn't matter what's been done in the past. I'm talking about right now. I'm not talking about then. I'm talking about now. I'm not talking about practice. No, I'm kidding. Uh, um, I'm sorry. I don't know if a few of you are going to get that. But as soon as I said I'm not talking about then, it popped in my head, so forgive me. Uh, but I'm not talking about then. I'm not talking about what happened before, but that's the way we, we are, just in life. I mean, it's, it's one of those things where you could have, you know, in, in workplaces or, I mean, I think the, the, the best way to see it is in cell phones. You know, your cell phone companies. You know, the cell phone company does not know, does not care how long you've been with them. Right? They don't care how loyal you have been to them. They don't care about that. They don't care how, how timely you have been uh, in paying your bill for years upon years upon years. They don't care about that. You know what they care about? The new guy. You know, I, I, often, I sat down recently, I'm like, you know what? To really capitalize, now this is not advice, I am not a financial advisor, and please don't take this any further than just as an illustration. But I was sitting down one day, and I was thinking, I'm thinking, you know what? To really, you know, to really do this well, you probably got to switch cell phone companies like every three years. If you just keep changing, because all the benefits, right, are for the new guys. So if you just keep rotating, again, not advice, not telling anybody to do that, right? I was just sitting there pondering one day, and that was kind of what I thought. Again, not advice, right? <laughs> so if you, but my point is, in the world we live in today, we have a very worldly uh, view of what results should be in our life. That as we move forward, everything should always be getting better, and it should be comfortable. And, and we have this, what have you done for me lately? And so what happens here in this world is we take this verse now, Proverbs 3, 5. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. Well, the problem is, as we get older, our understanding gets more vast. We feel like we become more knowledgeable. We, we feel like we have more wisdom. We have more understanding. You know, we have more knowledge. And so what happens is over time, right, over time what happens in our life is we, we begin to trust on our own knowledge. We've been to operate in the world that we know. Why? Because of experience, right? It's, I mean, again, this is not, again, don't feel offended right now, right? This is just, I'm just painting a picture of reality for us today is that what happens is the, the more you go through things, the more you understand, the more experience you have. Therefore, you just start operating through your own wisdom and understanding, okay? And that's really what I'm saying. That's the problem for this advice in our life because in so many things, that's how we roll. In so many things in life, we just operate through experience. We operate through wisdom and understanding and knowledge that we have and so we just, because we've become wise, we've been doing this a long time. I've been doing this a long time, right? So I know, I know how to do this. And so we just, we operate that way. And then what happens is when we're faced with a situation or a circumstance that we have no knowledge, experience, or wisdom regarding, we, we, get, we freeze. 
We freeze. And, and the reason we freeze is because we, we're, our, our standard operating procedure for us, the way we currently operate, is we just operate out of our own wisdom and our own knowledge and our own experience. We just kind of, we just walk through life. And I'm making decisions based on what I know and what I do. And, you know, it's just like, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm getting older and wiser, man. This, this is good. This is good. And then something happens that I don't have any information on. I don't have any wisdom on. I don't have any experience on. I don't have any knowledge about. And then what happens is, boom. I don't know what to do now. And so I'm going to read this verse. I'm going to read verse uh, 5, but I'm also going to read verse 6 to you today. It says, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Do not depend on your own understanding, but seek his will in all you do. And he will show you which path to take. Man, that's fantastic advice, isn't it? I mean, I mean, at the end of the day, right, with the decisions that we need to make on a regular basis, isn't that fantastic? Like, isn't that one of those things just like, oh, my goodness, I love that. If you will seek his will in all that you do, what, what's the Bible tell us? The Bible tells us that he will show you which path to take. That is fantastic. Isn't it? That is fantastic. But why do we struggle so much? And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just paint some pictures here today. I want you to, for those of you who have a vast biblical knowledge, uh, just, let's, just, let's just talk here for a minute. Let's just chat. Uh, if, if not, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw some stories out here today, and I would encourage you to go back and research them. Just, just you know, uh, look them up in Scripture in your Bible. If you don't have a Bible, you can take one out of the pew, uh, take it home with you. But think about some of the Old Testament stories. And I want you to just for a moment, think about how they played out. And do you think they had to Proverbs 3.5 at all, ever? Right? I mean, think about, um, just give me some. What are some of your favorite stories? Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Right? If you don't know that story, there's this big, there's this big pillar of Nebuchadnezzar. They want everyone to bow to it. And, and, and they're like, no, I'm not bowing. And so wisdom would tell us, if we were strategic about this, we would say, hey, live to fight another day. Because <laughs> here's what happens. They don't bow, so then they are pulled into this private meeting to where King Nebuchadnezzar says, listen, if you don't bow this statue, I am throwing you in this fiery furnace. In other words, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to burn you to death. So either you bow... Or I toss you into the furnace. You choose. Now again, come on, wisdom would go, whoo! I don't want anything to do with that. So if they were just huddling up, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego getting a little circle, three of them, what do we want to do about this? Well, I'll tell you what. If we bow, but in our hearts we say, we don't mean it, we don't mean it, we don't mean it. God, you know our heart. God, you know our heart. God, you know our heart. I'm going to do what's wrong, but God, you know my heart. God, you know my heart. And we live to fight another day. Good. Ready? Break. Right? Like, who comes away from that, that huddle going, nope, we ain't bowing. We'd rather go in the furnace. Proverbs 3, 5, why? Natural wisdom would say, hey, man, just figure out a way. Negotiate. I tell you what, Nebuchadnezzar, how about this? 
How about instead of fully bowing, I just do one of these? <laughs> just real quick, me and you, nobody's got to see it. Like just, I just do a lunge. Will that work? Right? Like we would negotiate. Like that's, think about it. But that's how we do. That's why it's, it's funny because that's how we do in life, isn't it? Like something comes up and we're like, ooh. But no, they didn't bow. Guess what? They were thrown in the fiery furnace. And those of you who don't know the story, check this out. They did not burn up. In fact, the Bible tells us that they looked in, the fire was so hot that the people who threw them in, right, they, they, they received some punishment. Right? But those Shadrach, Meshach, in fact, they said when they looked in the furnace, they saw four figures. Right? So God miraculously in this moment rescued them, brought them out of the fiery furnace, and had another conversation with Nebuchadnezzar. Right? What? I mean, we could do this all day. We could do it with Moses. We could do it with Esther. We could, I mean, all day. Nehemiah. We could, do, we could do this all day with Scripture. And when you look at these stories, David, I mean, when you look at these stories, Samson, when you look at these Sunday school stories, in every single one of these stories, you're going to find a moment when Proverbs 3, 5 was active in their life. Right? Like there comes, there's going to be a moment when Proverbs 3, 5 is like, this doesn't make any sense. But you know what, Lord? I'm following you. You know what, Lord? I'm following you. And so you look at this and, and there's this crazy concept. You know, I was, uh, I read a lot of books, listen to a lot of things, and and there's this concept um, in orienteering, uh, and, and I think I first heard it through, uh, some of you guys will know who this is, I was listening to uh, David Goggins talk about when he was in the military, he said when he would create a plan, he used to create backstops in his plan. There were backstops in their, as they were moving across in their military options, they would create uh, backstops so that if they hit that backstop, they will have known they went too far. Right? And I was thinking about that and I thought, oh man, this is a great illustration for us here in Proverbs 3 5. Because I'm gonna, I want to change it from backstops though, I want to turn it into checkpoints. Okay? I want to turn it into checkpoints for us because for us here today, how do we apply Proverbs 3 5 to our life? Not just in the big things. But verse 6 says, seek his will in all you do, in everything. How, how does our standard operating procedure, how, how do we transition in our lives from leaning on our own understanding, the wisdom and experience and, and all the things that, that we're just used to operating with, all the decisions we make, why? Because we're smart, 
right? How do we transition from this standard operating procedure, just making decisions because we're smart, just making decisions because, because I have enough wisdom or knowledge or experience in this, but in everything we do, I am recognizing God's presence. So one translation says, acknowledge God. Not seek his will, but verse 6 says, acknowledge God in all that you do. You know, even that Hebrew word there is, is about to ascertain by seeing, get instructions or advice. It is, it is, I like to seek his will better as a translation than acknowledge, but many of you guys memorize acknowledge him. I like seek his will better. Why? Because it speaks to what it's saying. It's not just acknowledge him, right? It's not Roman reigns, right? It is, it is acknowledge, it is seek his will. Right? Seek his will in all that you do. So how do we begin to operate in this world where everything that we do, we seek God's will? That we get into a, 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 regular, uh, a regular experience of finding him and following him. And it's about checkpoints, about identifying checkpoints. Right? So if this is our life, right? So if this is the path of life that we have, this is our, our life, Right? From beginning, little kid, to end, and I did not take art in college or high school. From beginning to end, if this is our life, right, moving along, how do we, what, what, when, when all along these, there's going to be moments, right, there's going to be moments in our life that we recognize as just Decision moments, the big one. I'm going to just talk about the big ones. And, and there's this experience that as we're walking through life, here, here's what I like to uh, call this. I want to, I wanna, you know, I'm going I'm to say it this way, right? What is the initial reaction of your heart? As we walk through life, what is the initial reaction of our heart in all that we do? So what happens typically, and if we were to pick a moment in anything, it could be as, as crazy as picking a career or college, right? It could be as major as choosing your spouse. Buying a house, buying a car, oh, big life decisions, righteous stuff. Uh, or it could be as little as, hey, what do we want to, what are we going to, you know, for our family, what are we going to do tonight? What is, our, what is our family rhythm tonight? What is our family plans? What are, what are we going to do tonight, right? Um, what, what I would say to you in life is this Proverbs 3, 5 really hinges on you, the initial reaction of your heart. In any decision, or let me just say it this way, in all that you do, in all that you do, what's the initial reaction of your heart? Where do you lean? Right? So let's change these from experiences, and let's change these to a checkpoint and a decision. Let's make this one decision. And something happens in our life. At what point in this decision do you seek his will? Now, this is a fantastic question to ask yourself. Think of something you're going through right now, or think of something in your last three months of your life. At what point in the decision-making process 
in all that you do, did you seek his will? Right? I mean, sometimes it's like most, most people will seek his will at, I'm just going to name this spot right here, right? This spot right here. This spot right here is the, we will seek his will when I can't figure it out. When we get to this spot and anything that we do, when I can't figure it out, oh no, let's pray. <laughs> but isn't that true? In life, the greatest advice in the world is lean not on your own understanding or trust in the Lord in all, with all your heart. And do not depend on your own understanding. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not depend on your own understanding. Seek his will in all that you do and he will show you which path to take. Now, listen, listen, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to shoot real straight with you and I'm going to do this very, very quickly. Now, I'm going to ask you a question. How do you pray? Now, let's take us to this spot right here. I can't figure it out. So now I'm going to start praying. Can I ask you, how do you pray? This is how it normally happens. Let's go, let's go super spiritual with it. Let's say I got a big decision, and here in a little bit when we close service, we're going to have some people up here that will pray for you, and you're like, that's it. I'm going up for prayer. So what you do is you walk up here, you find somebody to pray with you, and you say, here's what I'm going through. I need some wisdom and some direction. And, and will you pray for me? Yes, and they will pray for you, and they will pray, and you will be praying, and then you get done with that prayer, and you go and you sit down, and you're like, yeah, I prayed about that, yes. You go home, and you start praying on your own. But can I, can I, just, can I just walk with you here for a second? How do you pray? And do you ever pause to listen? Or do you just fill that space with words? Because I, I want to encourage you today, God will speak to you. God will speak to you through his word. God will speak to you through your, through your mind, your thoughts. God will speak to you. God will speak to you through friends. Remember those three relationships I talked to you about a couple weeks ago? A deep relationship with God's word. You want to trust the Lord with all your heart. Deep relationship with God's word. You know what you need? You need, a, you need a consistent relationship with Bible-based friends, with gospel-centered friends. In fact, I, I was thinking about this. I'm not even going to use the word Christian. I think when I first said it, I said Christian friends. I'm not using the word Christian anymore. You want to know why I'm not using the word Christian anymore? It's because I don't think it has the same depth of meaning today as it had to first century Christians. I think the word Christian just means that I acknowledge that there could be a God and I may go to church once in a while. It doesn't mean I know him and I'm willing to give my all for him. So I'm not using that term anymore. I love you. You can be offended now. Okay. <laughs> I give you permission to be offended about that one. All right. But listen, at the end of the day, so it's with consistent relationship with, with People who believe and understand God's word. People who will study God's word with you and for you. People who will pray with you and for you, right? A consistent, consistent relationship with people like that. Then the third one is a transparent relationship with a mentor. 
a transparent relationship with a mentor where, where you're not holding nothing back. I'm going to give it all to you. Those three relationships will help you in, in this. But how do you pray? Let's go back to this. How do you pray? Do you fill this with all this stuff? Let's, let me give you a different illustration. It is like, it is like, what is the toughest subject? Everybody answer this question. What is the toughest subject you had in school on the count of three? One, two, three. Biology, math. I'm going to say English, government. Okay. <laughs> so, oh man, I'm going public with this one. Confession is good for your soul. Government class, senior year, I sat behind the valedictorian of our class. Every teenager, plug your ears. I'm a tall kid. I would be this, Ben. Test, Ben. Lean down. So he would scoot low, I would sit high. I didn't have to look like I was cheating, I looked over his shoulder. Mm -hmm. And I was good to him, I changed a handful of answers. I knew he got them all right. I didn't, I ain't trying to prove, I, I got like, I just need to get a C. <laughs> right? I cheated, I did. Mr. Edwards, I'm sorry. I cheated in government class. That's why I don't understand it. But anyway, my point is, the toughest class that you have, Listen, it is like me going to Mr. Edwards during a government class and saying, Mr. Edwards, I don't understand this. Will you help me with this test? I didn't study. I don't know what to do here. This is, these questions are so hard. I don't understand them. I'm telling you, I need your help. Mr. Edwards, if you would just help me figure this out, if you would just help me answer these questions, I will, listen, it would be such, I can't do it alone. If you would just tell me some of these answers, will you give me a hint? Mr. Edwards, will you just help me out? Will you just continue? I can't do it. I don't know it. I need you. Mr. Edwards, can you just give me something? I need to hear your voice. Mr. Edwards, I need to know what the answer to these questions are. Mr. Edwards. And then after that request, go back to do my own thing. Right? It's like Mr. Edwards standing there going, I'll give you the answers. But you didn't stop long enough to listen. It's like having the teacher that wrote the test with all the answers standing right by your side, saying, I will give you the answers, but you got to shut up for a minute. <laughs> right? You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, listen. How do you pray? Listen, in this situation, the initial reaction of our heart in all that we do should be, Lord, I need you. The initial reaction of our heart in everything, not just the big things, but in everything, Lord, I need you. And then looking for him and finding him, whether it be in his word, Lord, I need you, and I'm going to study your word for what I need you for. Lord, I need you in this. I, do, I need you. I need your wisdom. I'm going to study your word. I'm going to read your word. I'm going to listen to your word. Listening. It's, it's praying and then looking for him, finding him. Listen, God is not hiding from you. The problem is we fill our lives with so much clutter that we can't see him. We fill our lives with so much clutter that we can't hear him. 
And so trust the Lord with all your heart and do not depend on your own understanding. Seek his will in all you do and he will show you which path to take. I'm telling you, the scripture tells us that God will guide you in life. But you got to stop trusting in your wisdom. And you got to stop trusting in your experience and get into a rhythm and a habit of trusting in God and seeking him in all that you do. In all that you do. And these checkpoints in our life, at what point, at what stage do we turn to God? My encouragement for you is to move this spot closer to the beginning. And it's something you just work on. I'll just be honest with you. It's something you work on. Now, there could maybe be a situation in your life that you've been messing with, you've been talking to people about, you've been trying to figure it out. You know, listen, if you talk to people before you talk to God, checkpoint. I got a decision to make. I talked to people. I Googled it. Checkpoint. I asked some friends. I went up for prayer. Then I couldn't figure it out. So I went to God myself. Checkpoint. My, my, my point is, move this back this way. What's the initial reaction of your heart when something goes down, when you need wisdom? What's your initial reaction of your heart? I hope that is, God, I need you. God, I need you. I want to trust you. I believe in you. I, I'm depending on you. I'm not depending on my wisdom, on my knowledge, on my thoughts, on my ideas. No, I'm trusting you. And I'm seeking you in this. And I know that you will show me the way. And look for him. Find him. And then follow him. If we stand here this morning, as I close, I want to encourage you with this. It's very simple. Trust the Lord with all your heart. Do not depend on your own understanding, but seek his will in all you do, and he will show you which path to take. It's one thing to quote it, it's another thing to live it. But you know, the reality of this is, this, is that in order to trust the Lord, you have to know him. You know, we talked last week, uh, two weeks ago, uh, about God's faithfulness. God is faithful. God is faithful. But sometimes you got to go through the fire to experience his faithfulness. Sometimes you got to go through the pain to recognize his faithfulness. I'm telling you, in order to trust in him, you got to know him. I encourage everybody in this room today or watching online, listen, God is here for you. God is here for you, right? Trust in him. He is faithful, but you got to know him. There may be some people here today that you don't know him. You want to know him. You may know about him, but you don't know him. Here's, here's all it takes. Lord, I surrender to you. Come into my life. Help me to know you. That's it. Forgive me of my wrongs. Help me to know you. 
For people here today, you need to move the reaction of your heart closer to the beginning. Just walk with God. Walk with God. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not depend on your own understanding. Seek his will in all you do and he will show you which path to take. Thank you for joining us today. We hope that God spoke to you through today's message. If you want to know more about Faith Church, text CONNECT to 419-664-4555. Be sure to subscribe and share this podcast with your friends. Thanks for listening, and may you find and follow Jesus in all you do.